is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Deese joining us here at Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. So I got Lieber, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest, Peter Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, up? Happy Monday. Welcome. Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today on the show, we're going to check in with Helena High softball coach Ryan Schulte. Bengals and Bruins both open up the season tomorrow. We'll get the Bengals outlook from Coach Schulte coming up. Also going to check in with Capital High and future Carroll standout Brayden Cook, the Gatorade Player of the Year. He will join us in about 15 minutes or so. We've got our auto contest performance of the week nominees on this day in history and much more still to come. You can watch us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com for all of our past shows. And uh, also check in on what's coming up. You can donate as well. And our Twitter handle, at JayWalkerSports. Our email, Jason, at JasonWalkerShow.com. And our phone number is 406-209-1267. The opening segment of the show is brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry with three distinct divisions, so you can create the log home of your dreams and, more importantly, your budget. Handcrafted, timber frame, and milled divisions. 15-plus offerings under milled log homes. As far as floor plans, you can check them out at yourcustomlog.com to get started today. Well, all the talk today has been. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't watch the Oscars. I. Uh, I could not care less. Um, but the the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap last night. Everybody's talking about that from pop culture to the sporting world. Whether it was real or fake, I think we can assume it was real based on everything that everybody has said at this point. But uh, man. The language will. Whose side are you on? Chris Rock for making a joke? Now, he apparently did know that Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, which causes her to lose her hair, and she, so she shaved her head. He made the G.I. Jane 2 reference and, and whatnot, and then Will to, was like laughing at the joke, and then he saw that Jada wasn't really laughing, so then he went up and, and slapped Chris Rock. And then uh, one, maybe he was in role for, because he played, he won uh, Best Actor for King Richard, which was about Richard Williams, the Venus and Serena's uh, dad. And he was known as being a hard ass, not hitting people, but uh, maybe he was, he was in character. But man, oh man. And then everybody's like, oh, they're, you know, the ratings are trying to get the ratings back. Well, it happened like, Three quarters of the way through the show, it's not going to be like, "Hey, watch us." I mean, the Oscars are still a joke. Hollywood's still a joke, but at the end of the day, it was—it's uh, all the talk. So, uh, not sure how you feel about it, but there you go. Will Smith, Chris Rock. You can weigh in on your thoughts if you want, and if you don't, that's totally fine too. <laughs> Uh, it was a tough weekend uh, for the Helena Bighorns. Made a uh, great, great run this season. And after advancing in pool play as the top seed from one of the pools, the uh, Bighorns saw their season end, uh, giving up four straight unanswered goals to Rochester Grizzlies in a 4-1 to loss. And then Rochester went on to win the NA3HL Cup yesterday. But it was... Uh, it was not to be for the Nationals, but Liam Bland, man, Auto Contest Performance of the Week nominee. He had six consecutive goal, uh, games with a goal, 
and uh, scored, what, four in the first period? Or uh, four at the uh, Fraser Cup, rather. He had 14 goals in eight postseason games, including the uh, Frontier playoffs. Uh, Bighorns were just 18 shots on goal. Helena now end its, uh, ends its season 47-8, and eight, and four of those losses came in regulation. Tough way to end the season, but uh, there can only be one winner at the end, and it was uh, Rochester. But great run by the Bighorns this year, for sure. Uh, not sure if you saw this, but Whitefish uh, favorite boy Jake Sanderson has signed a contract um, entry-level contract for three years with the uh, Ottawa Senators. He's 6'2", 189-pounder. He played for the U.S. at the uh, Winter Olympics. And there's a really good chance he could be the first Montana-born hockey player to make the NHL. Uh, could be, according to reports, uh, making an regular season appearance with the Senators of Ottawa within the month, and I think within the month, meaning 30 days, not in March, because he's got a little bit of a hand injury. Played at North Dakota in college, and just the second guy ever to be Montana-born to be drafted in the NHL, drafted in 2020 by Ottawa. So pretty cool. That's um, that's a big honor, big step in uh, in that young man's life for sure. Uh, let's see here. Six Montana wrestlers placed at the uh, high school nationals. Oh, speaking of which, wrestling. Tomorrow we're going to talk to Carson DeRozier. He's going to join us and uh, discuss uh, why he signed to wrestle in college with the Citadel and does he have a military commitment with that. So he'll tell us tomorrow. And he's actually leaving for Iowa this week to go rose, uh, wrestle in postseason nationals. Remember, he was the preseason national champ last summer. Uh, but the six, Aiden Graves of Sydney, Austin Vanek, and Trey uh, Tillamy. Let's see here. Avery uh, Allen of Bozeman, Anders Thompson of Flathead, and Keon Hernandez of West, all placed in the top eight. And uh, all really good high school wrestlers as well. So uh, congrats to those youngsters. Uh, let's see here. What else did we see? Uh, Montana uh, softball continues to roll. Grizz men uh, beating Weber State in tennis. So, and then uh, you got football camps opening up, which is uh, all over the place. Cats, Grizz, Frontier teams, spring ball. I mean, it's it's. It's been a while since we were excited about spring ball. I mean, we had last year a spring season, but half the teams didn't play and nobody really cared, right? And then fall came around, and that's when football season really is. So, uh, who else we got on the show this week? Oh, Ryan Swenson's going to join us, Capital Tennis Coach, Alex Ashelman. Bear Old will join us on Thursday. Bear uh, from Georgia signing with Bobcat Football. So he's going to join us on Thursday, talk about that decision on why he's coming to uh, to Montana State. So there you go. I think we're all caught up with the weekend. What did you like? What did you see? We can take your uh, calls. We saw that Montana State's uh, Elena Carter and Drake Schneider, Big Sky Conference men's and women's track and field athletes of the week. The uh, capital standout, Elena Carter, who had such a great run in uh, – the indoor season went, uh, got a new PR in the 100 hurdles outdoors, 1366, second best in, in MSU history, was third in the 200 with a PR of 2505, and uh, also was on the, uh, the 4 by one and moved up from sixth to fourth all-time with a long jump of 1906.25. And it's the first outdoor honor for uh, the big sky for Elena Carter. Schneider finished first in a couple of events in uh, Missoula. Uh, let's see, 21-31 in the 200, third best in program history, also a PR in the 400 at 46-63. And 
There you go. So there's a couple of nominees for your Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. Uh, let's see here. Saw the Camden Sermon of Sentinel is uh, moving from quarterback to running back for Washington Huskies. He won the 2020 state championship as a QB uh, for the Spartans. And uh, so there's that. But good stuff. Hope you had a good weekend as well. Um, we went up yesterday to uh, – took the little one up to Freeze Out Lake. We went up there for the first time in 2020. It was the end of April and didn't really see a lot. I mean, we saw some cool Canadian geese, but yesterday was awesome. Uh, if you drive out past Freeze Out on the left and go to the right, high, way up on the right towards Shoto, there's a pond. And as we pulled in, they all took off and flew. It was awesome, absolutely awesome. And then we went back down to the uh, main part of Freeze Out and, and watched thousands of them just sit and, and, and talk. I mean, it got loud at times. If you've never been to Freeze Out Lake and you've got a young one, even if you don't, just go. Spend a couple hours just, just enjoying. It was beautiful. It was about 65. Uh, very little wind, which was nice. Um, considering you're up by Fairfield, just north there, and uh, stunning, just absolutely stunning. It was fantastic. The little one, when she was almost two, I think enjoyed it a little bit more um, because she didn't really understand what was going on. Yesterday she was more into throwing rocks <laughs> into the water, but I think with a, with a three-year-old, almost four, that that's kind of what you get. But uh, she had fun. Told her last week we we're going to go on a trip, and we did. And it was it was a good time. Packed a lunch. Just uh, enjoyed Montana. It was fantastic. Now she can't wait to go on her next trip. So dad's got to get that one planned. But just did a little golfing. Walked 18 on Friday. Walked 9 on Saturday. It's golf season. It's awesome. It's great. It was fun to get out. And uh, hit the links. Sure. Work on the game, right? That's what we're always doing. All right, get your uh, Auto Contest Performance of the Week nominees in, what you saw over the weekend, what you liked, what you didn't like, maybe, uh, 406-209-1267. And uh, you can also tweet us at jwalkersports. Our email address is jason at jasonwalkershow.com. The opening segment of the Jason Walker Show is presented by Montana Custom Log Homes. They offer project management services and they're fantastic. They will work with your budget, craft a home to last for generations uh, with the finest craftsmen available in Montana, and they travel. Um, just talked to Art, the owner, last week uh, or over the weekend, and uh, they were down in Missouri finishing a project. So they will travel. And I know we have, uh, we have listeners all over this uh, great state or great uh, state and the great uh, United States. I think we're in 49 states we've been heard. Uh, here on the Jason Walker Show, which is great. New Hampshire, for some reason, doesn't doesn't tune in. But 50 countries, 49 states, and everywhere in Montana. We love we love what we do and uh, couldn't do it without the help of uh, great support from uh, Montana Custom Log Homes and, uh, and others. If you want to check out our great sponsors, just go to our sponsor page at the jasonwalkershow.com. It's fantastic. You also find Capital Collision Center there. They are our presenting sponsor. And Montana Law states that uh, your vehicle is your law, or your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Braden Cook, the Gatorade Player of the Year from Capital High, the first ever for the Bruin Boys. That's next. This is the Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. 
Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm Agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rockers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rockers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rockers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. On a Monday, still to come, Helena High softball coach Ryan Schulte will join us. Season starts tomorrow for uh, softball. We are in spring sports season full board. And it is, uh, and it's spring break, but is it? Yeah, it is spring break this week. We're going to talk to uh, Coach Schulte. Also uh, on the state in history, the walk-off and more. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn. Helena. One of the kids that's uh, on spring break, and it's probably a good thing that it came right now, is uh, Capital High standout and future Carroll College Saint, Braden Cook, joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Braden, how you doing? Good, how are you? You know, I'm uh, I'm doing better than you. We were talking before we came on the air. You're still battling mono a little bit, so uh, this spring break came at a good time. Yeah, just just getting just getting over it, and then just started another sickness oh. recently. So, how tough was I that? Really being sick. How tough was it to play? Well, first, how tough was it to miss those three games or whatever it was, five games, and then come back and play with it? That was probably one of the toughest things. Was just getting out of the rhythm of being in the season for so long, and then having to opt out for games and not be at practices or anything and trying to get back in the swing of things, just not used to it. And then just with the fatigueness, it was, that really got to me and getting back into the normalized things. It was kind of hard. You know, you got a pretty good radio voice. You should go into radio. I should be on the radio. Yeah. You got a good voice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Braden Cook joining us, Gatorade Player of the Year. When I say that, what's that mean? Um, I think it just means that all the work I put in behind the scenes, it just paid off. And to finally see that it came to success in my eyes, it just means a lot to myself and just shows me that I don't know how hard you work, you can get you to anywhere you want. So just never stop working. It's great, uh, great advice for those uh, for those young kids. You're the first ever from Capital, which is kind of surprising. How's that feel? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's really it's really cool. It means a lot to me. I thought I thought for sure like Matt Miller would get it or something. I'd be like second, but to get the first one at Capital, it's just that's pretty cool. It'll always show, be there, and means a lot. How much did Guy Omquist influence your high school career? Uh, he's influenced me a lot. I've known him since first, second grade going to his camps and we always used to we used to live in the same neighborhood so I was close with his his kids and all the neighborhood kids, so 
over the high school course, I knew him. He knew me, what my potential was, and how I was going to grow over from freshman to senior year. And he noticed it, and we had a good chemistry and bond together. So I think that kind of helped out a lot with everything. And we just knew each other, so it was it was great being a part of part of his team and him leading us to success. It was awesome. Take me back to that day you got your very first dunk. My very first dunk, it was in the back of the Beach Civic Center my freshman year. Okay. Got a little got a little rim grazer, but I'm counting it. <laughs> I will always count it. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Coach Onquist says you're the uh, you're the best dunker on the team by far. Oh yeah, no one else, no one else can really dunk. I mean, Nick Nicolotti, he's one of the most athletic kids. He doesn't even know it. Just <laughs> he can get it sometimes. Luke Dowdy can get it sometimes. They um, nope it. Yeah, but they're, but they're big guys. They don't have that flair like you. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't. I don't know where my bounce came from. I did like, <laughs> I didn't do any specific workouts for my vertical, so it was just kind kind of out of nowhere. <laughs> Hey, I was but happy I'm, if I I'm, could touch the rim or the net. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm also about eight inches shorter than you, or seven. So, we're yeah. <laughs> so your family well, doesn't have good hops. It just came from. It's just you. Uh, maybe my dad. I don't know. I've heard he was, he was a good, a decent hooper in high school, but <laughs> no film to prove it. So I'm never, <laughs> I'm never <laughs> counting him down and being better than me. They don't have any of the old school uh, eight millimeter reels or VHS to watch it. Your dad on? I've asked around, and he just—he doesn't want to give it to me. He knows. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> what was it like the first time you beat him one on one in the backyard? Uh, I mean, it was always like as a little kid, beat your dad. So it's it's always fun. But I have an older brother too, so okay. beating him was always the, the best accomplishment. Uh, state championship this year at the Metra seems to be good luck for the Capital guys. You guys won there in uh, fourteen when you were, well, geez, I guess you would have been in what fourth grade, fifth grade at the time. But at that point, yeah, I was there. Yeah, it, when you saw that in twenty fourteen, what was it? Was it your goal then, obviously, to get back there and win it? I mean, I never would have thought that I could have done that, but just looking at all those guys and holding up the trophy, celebrating, it was always just. Always something to look forward to. Never could have thought that it would have came true. It was, it was always, it was always a goal, I guess. Capital Brew and Braden Cook joining us, Jason Walker show. Take me back to that semifinal game. It's overtime. You've got the ball, less than ten seconds left, and launch the game-winning three to send you guys to the championship. Yeah, we came out of that timeout with sixteen seconds left, and. I thought for sure they would they would have uh, full court pressed me or put someone on me at least just to kind of pressure me. But when I saw them got back into the zone, I just kind of chilled out and Onquist gave me my freedom. Had a double screen up top, and then just did my thing, I guess. <laughs> and prayed it went in, and it went in. And one of the most memorable moments of my life, I think, will be. Yeah, no question about that. You know, you were going to be our performance of the week, and then the next night, Dougie Peoples, Peoples hits a three to win a state championship. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you were a game ahead of him there, Braden, but uh, state championship game winner, that's what all kids dream of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I love Dougie. He's a great kid and great player, and he'll do great things in the future. So For sure. Keep an eye out for him. Yep, no question. We're going to keep an eye out for you, too, as uh, we all know you're heading off to Carroll. Uh, but before we talk about that, uh, the state championship, you guys drew Bozeman, and you would beat them early in the year by six at their place. We all kind of knew it was going to be capital Bozeman all year long, and you guys left no doubt, man. What was the game pregame speech from Almquist like, or what did you say to the guys? I was I uh, I was just locked in. I had my headphones going before the game. I wasn't talking to no one. I was just trying to get locked in and focused. And then Almquist comes in and just told us to let it rip. Don't have any regrets. Just go out there. It's our last game playing together, us seniors. So just 
told us to go leave nothing, nothing out there. That's what we did. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a Bozeman Hawk. I graduated there in '93, so I was there when uh, when Bozeman beat Almquist squad pretty handily in '92. But uh, uh, Sentinel, <laughs> yeah, squad. yeah, when he was at, <laughs> when he was at Sentinel his senior year. Oh. Um, yeah. But when you when that final clock ticks, I mean, you guys knew for for most of that fourth quarter you were winning that ball game. So when when the final clicked down to zero. Crowd's going nuts. What was your emotions like? Uh, first thing I did, I, was, I went over and hugged Almquist and told them we did it. It was the best feeling in the world. Nice. Uh, you got to play in the hit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? That was super fun. Um, got to play with Reed Harris, Ty Hughes, Jackson Basie, um, Trent Rogers, Gabe Hatler. Eli Hunter, Hayden Opitz, who else? Lane Love, Peyton Sanders. It was a bunch of a good group of bunch of guys, and we all had fun. Even playing the other other classes, just going against like Dougie, all these kids. You know, you're always just talking and having fun and giving each other buckets. So it was a really fun weekend. Uh, Class A boys won that thing. They're really good. Yeah, we beat them. So we beat them, what was it, Thursday night, I think, by, like, 20. And then they shot, like, some crazy percentage, like, almost, like, 80% or something. And we couldn't hit a shot in the championship. And we all knew that. We were just having fun, though. Yeah, I mean, that's a showcase for all you guys that are just fantastic. And the girls, too. I mean, there's some great girls up there. Um, Oh, yeah, even from, like, Class D and stuff. Yep, yep. Oh, it's... It's a it's a fun time of the year when those all star teams are put together for sure. Are you do you uh when do you find out about Montana Wyoming all star game? Uh, I've I've talked to Keller a little bit and okay. so we'll do that. I think it's like end of maybe it's like June 9th or something. It's around that time. Okay, right after school gets out. Brayden Cook, our guest here, Jason Walker show. Um, you did sign at Carroll. What was the decision to stay home? Um. Just, I feel like playing time, and I, I've known Paul since, since my sophomore year, so we've, mm-hmm. we've had a bond over the years. He's a great guy, and he's going to be a great coach for me, and I think it's just perfect fit for me. got my family here, the whole Bruin community, so I have lots of support and everyone on my side. You're going to be uh, – uh, if you could compare your game style-wise to anybody that's played at Carroll – that we would know, uh, who would it be? Shoot. Um, maybe Shamrock Campbell. Ooh, nice. A little bit. Okay. Just kind of, I don't know. I don't think Sham can dunk, though. <laughs> ah, I think he might be able to. He just never does it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It might, it might be something like, but. I don't know. Hey, I've uh, never seen him try. A rim grabber? Is that a rim scraper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a rim scraper. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what will you bring to Carroll that they're gonna that they're that they've missed the last couple of years? Um, I think so. I think Shamrock, Hill, him, and Yovan, they might graduate. I I think they have an extra year, but I'll try and just bring like whatever the coach needs. I can. I can be aggressive on the offensive side. I can try and get skills on the defensive side. Um, just whatever they need, really, I can shoot. Yep. Just do my thing, I guess. <laughs> it feels like over from Capitol to Carroll. It feels like you, Braden, play bigger than six two. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot. People, people say that a lot. Um, because when I think of your think, game and I watch your game, I think of you know Matt Wyman, um, Matt Burnham, both the, you know six 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 seven guys, six eight, and you're six two, but you have that wingspan, you have the shot, you have the inside, and you can you can do a lot of things, and I think that's a compliment for you for sure. Oh yeah, thank you. That means a lot to me. Uh, yeah, Matt Wyman, I remember watching him. He's just explosive, super aggressive, can do it all. Super calm guy too. That's a good. That's a good resemblance. 
Did you um, did you get any other big offers like Big Sky schools or was it just Frontier? Uh, they were talking to me a lot, but I feel like they would have preferred walk on me. Yeah. And with me, with how much passion I love for basketball, um, I want to like I want to practice, work my butt off, and translate it into games. And when I'm not like if I'm just practicing and not suiting up, it's really not that big of a deal to me. I mean, it's cool saying you're going D1, but I think I feel like I should just that's it at Carroll and I'll get good playing time there hopefully. So yeah. that's kind of where I wanted to go. Hey, NAI is, is great basketball and people forget. Oh that. yeah. I mean, we know it in the state here, but other people forget that I think and, and how well the NAI um, talent level is really. Oh yeah, I think NAI is a great, a great league, and has so many, so many other players that just nobody knows of. So yep. I feel like it's just another, another level of college basketball, like it all is. Brayden Cook joining us here, Jason Walker Show. A couple of final questions for you, but uh, I got a comment just now on Facebook that says, uh, "Brayden's an amazing athlete. Could have chosen football, baseball, or basketball." Really good at all three. Passion basketball. Chose to follow passion and become the best he could be. He worked incredibly hard to be as good as he could uh, at his craft. Well done, Braden. Well done. That's from uh, Carson DeRozier's dad, who's a uh, he's a pretty good athlete too, Carson. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been, I've known Carson for so long. He just committed to uh, school out in South Carolina, I think, yep. for wrestling. Yeah, he'll be on the show tomorrow talking to him, but. Uh, yeah, it's good, he's a stud. yeah. Did you ever consider wrestling, or was it always basketball? <laughs> I never once thought about <laughs> wrestling, but <laughs> I always I do miss baseball and football a lot. What uh, what would you play in baseball? I was a pitcher and shortstop, and then in football, I was a quarterback. You know, you could have been uh, you could have had a state championship in football too if you had played quarterback, maybe. Yeah, me and me and Hewitt, we played in the champion, the eighth grade championship against each other. <laughs> that would have been fun. You guys could have started for four years against each other, because and that would have been super awesome to watch. Oh yeah. So we talk about the rivalry with Helena High, and I know when you guys play them, you definitely want to win. But it seems like because of baseball and because of small fry and and little guy basketball and all of that stuff, you guys are all just great friends, right? Most of oh, you. Oh yeah, I yeah. I grew up playing with, like, Caden, Cade Schlepp, all those guys. So I never had any rivalry, like, since going into it and no aggression towards them. I'm always I'm always laughing, talking to them out in the court and stuff. And it's never – it's always just competitiveness. Who's the uh, – No hate. Right, yeah, which is good, especially today. Yeah. Who's, uh, who's the jokester on the team? The jokester, I'd probably say <laughs> – Probably Nick or Jamie Michelotti, one of the Michelottis. They're just the whole. There's three of them, and they're they're all funny. But those two are those two can crack anyone up. Uh, who talks the most trash on the court? On the team? Yeah. Uh, definitely me. Oh, really? Well, you can just back like, it up. I guess like what you back it up pretty good though. Yeah, I don't talk much in games, but if there's moments, I'll take opportunities to. Okay. Who's the best trash talker in Double A? I mean, Tavius Randall, he can try, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I've never really had anyone under my skin too much. Okay. Um, it's all for fun, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you ever do you ever look at an opponent when you've got the ball like, man, you can't guard me? Oh, yeah, I always think about that. I always think about that, but I never say it. Uh, you should sometime. Uh, I don't know. But you got to make the shot if you say it. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, that's kind of embarrassing. But <laughs> All right, give me some influences of yours growing up. Like, uh, who did you love to watch? Uh, Kevin Durant, um, Ray Allen, um, Rajon Rondo. Well, Steph Curry, obviously, watching him shoot. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I grew up. I wish I was back in, like, the 80s. But You missed a lot of good basketball then. Yeah, that would have been super fun. Watching them last dance, just watching that. 
Yeah. The uh, the 80s Lakers, the Celtics. I mean, the, the bad boys in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you uh, – players, KD, though. Yep, yep. You didn't get to play with the shot clock in high school. What's that going to be like when uh, high school gets it in? Uh, I'm a, I really like the shot clock, so I feel like I'll adjust fine to it. But I like it. I like it a lot. Who's Can't the uh, – Oh, go ahead. Can't stall and just, like, wait out the games and stuff. So it'll be, like, just more better games. And if it's close, it'll – It'll be more intense, so I feel like it'll be better. Who is uh, – let's see. i got to get some dirt on Almquist. Give me something good on Almquist that we might not know about him. I mean, we know he likes nachos, um, things uh, like – He's a super good dancer. Really? Yeah. Like what kind of music? All kinds or <laughs> – I mean, I didn't see much of it, but when we won that state championship – he he gave us a show, I guess. <laughs> oh, I gotta get video of that. You gotta track some down video. Uh, I I got a video. I can send it your way. Oh, please do, please do. I gotta get video of Onquist dancing. He's gonna get mad at me, but hey, he can't he can't bench you now. No, no, he, he can't do anything about it. If he's listening, I'm sorry, coach. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I I will definitely show that. Um. All right. What's the? Let's see. What music do you listen to before games? Um, kind of rap. I'll listen to like okay. Drake, Kanye. Okay. That's um, the newer stuff these days. Okay. In the locker room, who gets to choose the music? We don't have a speaker. We all have our headphones, and we'll just quiet locker room. We stretch and have our headphones in and get locked in. All right. Well, I appreciate you joining us, man. I'm looking forward to following your career at Carroll, and uh, you're definitely, you know, just up the street, so we can uh, we can get you back on. But enjoy the off season, and uh, how much workouts are you going to do between now and and start of college? Oh, I'm going to work out a lot. I think probably once school ends, maybe maybe even start up with Carroll and working out with them, and I'll be busy. Yes, yes, you will. Uh, Coach Paulson uh, leaves no stone unturned. He uh, he's very polished. He knows what he's doing. Um, oh yeah. I got to ask you this too. This is always this has always been a question of mine to people is we we know you can work on your offense literally any day, any time, anyhow. But how do you work on defense? Onquist uh, always shows us this one drill. It's just get down in the defensive stance and move slowly around the gym and. That's all I do is just get in a squat, move my feet, go super slow around the gym, okay. and then just work on moving my feet, getting my feet quicker, I guess. Makes sense. He knows what he's doing. so He's won a state championship, a couple of them. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he knows the best. And uh, sometimes he can dance, apparently. I can't wait to see that video. <laughs> Brayden. Oh, yeah, you'll see it soon. <laughs> Braden Cook joining us. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, congratulations on the state championship, Gatorade Player of the Year, and uh, best of luck in college, and we'll chat soon. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate you, and thank you for having me. That is Braden Cook joining us. I can't wait to see that video here on the Jason Walker Show. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Ryan Schulte will talk Helena High football. No, he won't. He'll talk softball next. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit autoconceptshelena.com, 
Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years' experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Is the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Final segment. Just, uh, how's it going to play? I just got the video from Braden Cook with Coach Omquist dancing. We're going to try to get it uh, working here. Let's see. Oh, here it goes. We'll turn the music down a little. All right, so this is Braden Cook video. This is uh, Guy Almquist dancing, I think, after the state championship. Oh, yeah, coach. <laughs> Stirring the chili. <laughs> oh, that is great. That is great. Video's kind of small there, but. Oh, Coach Omquist killing it on the dance floor. Oh, man, that is fantastic. Thanks, Braden. <laughs> Too good. Oh, man. I guess when you win a state title, uh, dance moves fly out the window. Oh, my goodness. It's a good thing he can coach and, uh, and, and uh, play golf because, hmm. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh, all right. Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. That might be the Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. It's Omquist dancing. Oh, my goodness. All right. Ellen High Softball is looking to have some great performances this year, including a state championship. And joining us now to talk about how to replace some great talent and look ahead to this year is the head coach of the Bengals in his ninth season, Ryan Schulte. He joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach. It's uh, it's been a while since we chatted, but uh, life is good, I assume. You've uh, you're still talking to me, so that's a good thing. You're still the head coach over there. <laughs> that's right. I, you know, it's a it's a year to year thing, and um, I'm glad that that uh, everybody feels good enough to keep me around for <laughs> sure. So, yeah. Anytime they anytime they say yeah. You're you're on you're headed back to get another season. That's always good, right? Exactly. So. <laughs> Do you feel uh, that coaches? maybe got a reprieve the last couple of years just based off of COVID and everything that kind of happened? Um, I, I, I think probably a little bit um, in terms of maybe, maybe some things, but, but if anything, I think it, uh, you know, COVID, COVID kind of maybe exposed some things at times. I think, you know, whether it was maybe, a, you know, organization or lack of, <laughs> or lack thereof, um, uh, you know, kind of having to be prepared and be flexible and, and so I think in the course of those two years, obviously the year that we we lost, uh, that was a reprieve. There was there was no game, so didn't have to you know uh, you know didn't get the opportunity to go out and play. But um, 
you know, last year, you know, it was kind of interesting because we were kind of coming off the, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't obviously say the end of it, but, but, you know, there were vaccines. And so our softball uh, season last year was, was pretty normal. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, we didn't lose anybody to, to COVID or anything like that at all during the course of the season. And um, so last year felt, felt pretty normal from our standards. So, you know, as coaches, I think that, you know, uh, having to be flexible and having to be prepared to, to, to maybe, you know, respond to, to a situation that was something that we had to do. But um, fortunately, we didn't have to deal with it at all last year. So it was good. We're talking with Helena High softball coach Ryan Schulte on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Not that Mike Miller, the other Mike Miller. Um, <laughs> not your counterpart over at Capitol. Um, yeah, when, when you interview him, he's got to be hearing that and thinking, he's got to be insurance guy, so... Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, tough question right off the start. Is Helena High going to win state this year? You know, <laughs> I'd love to come out and tell you, just like everybody else, right, hey, yeah, that's, that's the goal. But, um, you know, we, we have our first team meeting, and uh, um, when we sit down, we talk about our, our, you know, kind of our phases of our season. And, and at the at the end of it, I say, well, here's the win the state tournament is. And, and um, I said, you know, I, uh, I'm like every other coach in America. I, I want to win that thing. Um, but uh, but at the end of the day, we don't talk about it again um, after that meeting until we get to that point. And, and I think the whole thing behind that is is that, uh, you know, if, we, if we're looking too far down the road, then we're getting lost in the moment uh, or we're lost. We've lost our moment in front of us. And um, so a big part of what we talk about all the time is, and this is pretty coach cliche, but, um, you know, it's, it's about the day right now and it's about the day in front of us. And, and, um, and I, I'd love to, to go out and win a state championship and bring hardware home and, and all that kind of stuff, just like everybody else would. But, uh, but honest to God, uh, Jason, I, I talk a lot about the day at hand and, and, uh, try to get the girls to embrace just that moment right in front of them. And, and then, uh, and then we see if the, the work and the preparation pays off at the end. You lose a lot of offense, um, let, and we'll talk about all the returners coming back and who's going to step up, but how do you or can you replace an Amber Countryman? I mean, she was so solid for the Bengals for so long in that program. Yeah, I mean, Amber was a special player. Um, I mean, offensively, <clears throat> excuse me, offensively she she was as good as, as we've had at the plate um, in my nine years. Um, she's just always so consistent. Um and, and you look at her and, and she's, she's rail thin, but man, can she hit the ball and she has a swagger. And, and I think that just kind of, uh, bled into the other girls, right? Um, and, and, uh, led to some contagious hitting from time to time. <clears throat> and so, you know, how do you replace it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know that you really ever look to replace the numbers. Um, I think what you try to do is you try to get girls to take the, you know, come in and take the same approach. Um, and, and they saw it, our retreating girls saw how Amber took the, took the approach and how other girls that graduated approached their, their at-bats and their opportunities. And, and I think, you know, again, I, I just don't know that you ever really replace girls. I, I, I don't know that you ever really can, not just from a softball standpoint, but from a personality standpoint. And so what you try to do is, is try to create um, the situation where, where these young girls can come in and, and thrive and be the best that they can be. And um, doesn't mean that they have to go out and hit 11 home runs and have 30 plus RBIs. It, it means that they just have to be, you know, their very best version of themselves. And so I think that that's, you know, as we've kind of moved into this season, um, you know, trying to find out who can be that spark, which one wants to step into that role of kind of being that leader that, that, Hey, maybe you're going to strike out or maybe you're going to pop up but you're going to do it with gusto, right? You're going to go in and you're going to look like you're confident and you're going to be prepared to hit every time. So I don't think you can replace those numbers. Those are record breaking numbers, uh, but with one person, but maybe we can get two or three to, to do it a little bit better combined. You're starting to sound like Brad Pitt in Moneyball where we can't replace Giambi, but we have, we can get three girls to replace one girl's numbers. And yeah, what do we do? We got to find them in the right. aggregate or something. <laughs> yeah, like that, exactly. Right? Yeah. We find them. <laughs> Ryan Shelty, our guest here, Jason Walker show. One of those girls that could have a big year, Brooke Richardson, all state last year, the first baseman. She's just going to be a, or she's just a junior. Uh, and, and she's taking on some leadership roles. I've read from you and, and hit really well last year. She had 10 home runs. And that's another one that can step up this season. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we hit, 
we hit Brooke kind of in the, the seven, eight hole to start the year last year, um, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Um, because, you know, as a sophomore, we just didn't really want to put a lot of pressure on her. Um, and because, and, I mean, again, you, you know, you, you, you're hitting in the three or the four, and that's a little bit of a different thing. And yeah. unfortunately, we had some girls that could do that for us early. Um, but as she started to pop throughout the year, um, I think it was really important that we move her into that. that I think she ended up in that, in that four or five range. Um, by the time the season came to a conclusion. And, and I think that kind of prepared her for a little bit of that pressure that comes with hitting at that part of the order. Um, and I thought she handled it well. I thought she was she was great at the end of the year. And so, you know, right now it's a matter for her of, um, you know, it was, I think it's easy, it was easier to hit behind Brooke Ark and, and, um, and Amber Countryman and Regan Walsh, right? Because they were so consistent and they were, their, their hitting was so contagious and, and now Brooke has to be that one that feels that a little bit. And she's shown she's capable of doing it, right? right? It's just now kind of taking that, okay, how can I approach this from a mental standpoint where I'm the one that might have to be that spark more often? And, and uh, so it kind of carries over from, from your last question, but I think that's where we're at. And and, um, and the thing about Brooke is is that, uh, I mean, everybody looks at her numbers at, at the plate, and, and they should, and, that, and she's fantastic there, but, I think that where she's really, really a solid player, she's a great first baseman. I mean, she doesn't just play there because she can hit and can't do anything else. She's really good there. And I love that part of her game, um, especially with some new younger infielders in some spots and, and behind the plate and, and at, you know, with the new catcher um, and some young pitchers, that leadership on the field of them through, she's been through a lot of those situations already at the varsity level. So I'm counting at her at the plate, but I, I love how she handles herself on the defensive side as well. And normally it would be a shortstop that would kind of be that captain in the infield, but you're looking at her, it sounds like, to settle things down if there's an error made or a couple of hits in a row. Just go into that circle and say, hey, we got it, we got it, we can figure this out, let's everybody calm down and just play the game of softball and things will work out. Absolutely, and she's been there, and, and I think she'll be she, – yeah, and, and, and I think it's a matter of, you know, with that infield, yeah, it could be a shortstop, it can be the catcher at – it's kind of whoever, you know, kind of allows themselves to be that player a lot of mm-hmm. times. Um, and, and so I don't care so much about the position. I just care that somebody does it. And, and Brooke is, in the, is the only real, you know, um, returner in the infield. Audrey Aker played uh, some third last year for us, but, um, but Brooke's the main one that's coming back and, and consistently was there. So um, I'm excited to see what she does in that, in that leadership role. You mentioned the youngsters in the arc or in the circle, and it always seems like you guys have a, a veteran, but this year it's going to be a little bit different with maybe a freshman and a sophomore kind of leading the charge. Yeah, and and we do have Mallory Mallory back, um, and Mallory pitched some great innings for us mm-hmm. last year. Um, we kind of would do, we had a little three, three-way pitcher rotation, and uh, Mallory came in and closed some really good games for us down at Sentinel and um, – and a couple other in a couple other places, and so she's got some experience there, and and uh, she she looked really really good um, the, the first two weeks of practice. Unfortunately, just had a little muscle tweak, and so we're going to have to just rest her for a couple weeks. But she was she was going to kind of be that you know that presence that had been there, <clears throat> and she played in a lot of other games at, in the outfield. So she brought some good experience and some good mentality back. But you know it's okay. I think it's good that. That uh, Riley Schlepp and and, uh, and a Faith Howard may have to get in and 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 throw and then Riley is was was you know pitched in the divisional tournament for us last year um, and did a great job. So she's got a little bit of experience, but you know we're certainly you know um, we were certainly carried kind of by some senior pitchers last year and and um, and I think this year it's just going to look a little bit different. But but I I, I certainly like all three um, girls and I think they're all ready to contribute for us. Um, in, in their own way. How, I mean, softball is a little bit different, Coach, in, in the aspect of, like, football, you build depth, but it's it's kids that have, you know, it, it's kids that have been coming up through the, through the small fries and all that. Same with basketball and other sports, too. But with softball and covering you for the last, I guess, nine years or eight years now, it's, it's one of those deals where you always kind of – build that depth early. You really can't put a freshman on the football field at times or volleyball court at times, but in softball, you can put a freshman in that circle and be confident with them. And then you've got them for four years. And we've seen that over the years with Helena high. Yeah. And you know, I'm pretty cautious about putting a freshman in the game. Um, 
it's a, it's a tough decision for me. Um, I weigh it pretty heavily and, and, and faith, um, I think was going to probably get there uh, at some point in time because she's a pretty good pitcher. And, but I, I wanted her to have the opportunity to kind of play some JV games. Um, just unfortunately that, you know, one of those things that, you know, with Mal going down, it's, it's kind of forced that hand a little earlier than I wanted to, to be honest with you. Um, but, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but I, 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 with, with freshmen, it's always tough because you want to make sure that you don't put them in a spot where they can't be successful um, too soon. And right. um, there's a lot to be said about having to, you know, find some grit and being resilient, right? But, but as coaches, our job is to make sure that they are physically ready, but, but maybe more so mentally yeah. ready and prepared. Um, and, I, you know, we watched uh, uh, both Riley and, and Faith throw against us on Saturday, and I thought they were both very composed. And, and um, you know, it's obviously going to be different when you're going against a Billings West or a Billings Senior, you know, and you're, you're a young pitcher. But we're going we're gonna to have some moments. We're going to have some ups and downs, I'm sure. Um, but, but what I'm hoping is that those girls behind them, um, you know, play, play hard for them and play uh, with maximum, maximum effort um, all the time and that we do things, you know, well defensively to pick those two up early on in the season. Well, it's better to take lumps early in the season before it really counts. And then you're, you're really a veteran by the time the uh, divisional tournament rolls around. That's kind of what we're hoping for a little bit, you know, um, it's uh, and, and again, I think that we're kind of at a spot in softball. What we're noticing is that, um, you know, these young pitchers that come in, uh, there's some wear and tear on their bodies already. Um, and then they're getting into, you know, going through high school and playing high school ball and pitching all summer long. And um, I mean, there's a big concern about, you know, there's no pitch count. There's no, um, there's, I mean, we can pitch one girl all year long. And, and I know that, that we've had to do that before uh, with Tara when was that, you know, five, six years ago, but um, but but there's some serious questions as to whether it's really the best thing for these girls physically. Um, just some you know some injuries that that are starting to kind of show up uh, with some of these girls, and um, and so I think part of what 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 I really want to make sure that we do is that we we balance out our innings uh, to the best of our ability. I mean, you want your best in there, uh, but there's also something to be said about being strategic in how you pitch them and and when you pitch them and. Um, and making sure that you're not uh, you're not doing too much to, to you know or you're not putting those girls in a, in a position where they're going to physically start to wear down. Um, and so I like the fact that we've got three um, that I can put in um, and, and and pitch them when we feel like it's best. And um, you know I, I think we're going to I mean again approaching it from a staff perspective, um, a, a pitching staff rather than just sort of an ace. Right. Well, I mean, sometimes that's the way to go. Helena High softball coach Ryan Schulte, our guest here, who knocks uh, – can anybody knock off Belgrade in the double A? I mean, they've been a powerhouse at Class A. They won it all at double A level last season. Um, this is a good softball team, but how do you see the rest of the double A shaking up outside of Belgrade? Well, I think that you've got some really talented girls and great you know, and talented teams. Um, you know, I think it starts with, you know, in the circle, as everybody talks about, and and uh, the the Venner girl from senior is, um, I mean, she's pitched in, she pitched as a freshman in the state tournament and the state championship games um, last year again in the state championship games as a junior. Um, she's phenomenal um, in, in my eyes. She's, I mean, if she's not the best, she's the, she's I don't you know maybe you know she's one or two, but I think she's probably the best. Um, and then you know you, you kind of go from there and and you know who's got good pitchers returning. I think you have to talk about capital and. And, um, you know, they're pretty solid in the circle with, with uh, Herndon um, and, and the Nettleton girl. Um, uh, Emmert obviously threw some last year. So I think they're going to be very, very good. Um, as always, Mike always does a very good job with this, with this program. Um, and then, you know, I think it's from there, I think there's a lot of question marks in terms of uh, kind of who's going to continue to get better. Belgrade, obviously, I, I mean, they're, they're, they're a top three program um, in terms of just a program, right? They're consistent. Joey does a great job with them. Um, it goes back to Mike Neubauer before him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I think that, that they're just incredibly consistent. They bring their pitchers, their, their pitching staff back from last year. Um, they're kind of like us, though. They've got to, they've got to replace some offensive production. Um, but, but all told, you know, I mean, I, I just don't I, – I, once you get past kind of those obvious ones up top um, – I think that, you know, there's five or six teams that are probably right in the midst and, 
and 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 ready to be very competitive. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think CMR is going to return some girls. I think they're going to be really good. Um, I know Sentinel got bit a little bit by the injury bug, um, but that's a, another great program. Um, Missoula Big Sky is going to be young, but but much improved. So. Um, you know, Butte's obviously good. Again, he's a longtime coach in Stosich, and, and he's been doing it for a long time. And so he knows how to get his teams ready to go no matter what. And um, so I think there's going to be a lot of fun games, especially early. We get a chance to play uh, six non-conference games right off the bat. So we get to see six of those teams. Um, and, and it'll be fun to watch kind of how everybody and sort of see what identities everybody comes up with. West has – you know, graduated nine seniors, but it's Billings West. They always find a way to, to put a great product on the field. So um, I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, um, it's, and, and I don't think it's going to be sorted out um, anywhere near the middle um, of the season, but probably towards the end is when you'll see, obviously, who's going to start to move forward. But um, And I don't know if you know this, Jason, but the state tournament's a little different this year. Um, we're going to take – we're not doing a divisional tournament or a play-in game. Um, it'll be the top six from each side will automatically qualify for the state tournament. Right, yeah. It's uh, You guys change your rules more than anybody. You know, we do. We're, a little, we're kind, of a picky, kind of a picky group, kind of a pretty specific group of individuals when we get together and what we want and what we don't want. So. Yeah, yeah, no, you softball coaches, I thought football coaches were a pain, but, man, softball is. <laughs> we, we think pretty highly of our opinion from time to time. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, like you said, you've got uh, six non-conference games all this week, weather permitting. It starts tomorrow with uh, four straight at home. Uh, Friday and Saturday, you're going to see Belgrade twice. So you'll get to see uh, the top of the pack right there. West and Senior, like you said, always good too. So it's going to be a fun, fun season, and I look forward to following the Bengals uh, all through it, Coach. Thanks for joining us. That was uh, Ryan Schulte joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, the head coach of the Helena High Girls softball team. And uh, they in Capitol open up tomorrow at home against uh, West and Senior, weather permitting. It's that time of the year where we have to say that every every game almost, right? Weather permitting. All right, Auto Concepts Performance of the Week. And uh, we mentioned a couple of the Bobcats in uh, winning some Big Sky Awards. Uh, also, Montana's Evan Todd, uh, Glacier grad, won the Big Sky Conference Field Athlete of the Week with uh, 229, 229 feet 2 inches um, in uh, – in Javelin at the uh, Al Manual Invite over in Missoula. And uh, it's a PR of more than 10 feet. He's first in the Big Sky, fifth in the West region. And had he thrown it last year at the Big Sky Championships, he would have won the title. And he's three feet short right now of uh, the Grizzly School record. So congratulations to uh, Evan Todd. But we're going to go with our... Performance of the week from Auto Concepts, uh, Bozeman Bridger Ski Foundation's Landon Wyatt, who this month won the U16 5K Classic at the 2022 Cross Country Junior Nationals out in Minnesota. He's a sophomore. He's also fourth in the sprint and fifth in a relay. So Landon Wyatt of Bozeman Ski, Bridger Ski Foundation, is our Auto Concepts Performance of the Week national champion in the 5K Cross Country Junior Nationals. Uh, U16. Congratulations. That's pretty cool. Um, awesome. Great job. Not a cross-country guy. I tried it long ago when I was a youngster, and uh, just, no, not a fan. Not a fan. I will walk 36 holes on a golf course before I go cross-country skiing. Plus, it's warmer in golf. All right. Hope you had a good day. Oh, let's do On This Day in History, shall we? It is March 28th. It is uh, Black Forest Cake Day, Something on a Stick Day, and National Triglycerides Day. 1942, fourth NCAA Men's Championship, Stanford beats Dartmouth. 1944, the sixth championship, Utah beats Dartmouth. 1950, the 12th NCAA, CCNY beats Bradley. City College in New York, the first to win the NCAA and the NIT in the same year. That cannot happen any longer. 1977, the 39th Men's Championship, Marquette beats North Carolina. 1982, on this date, it was the first NCAA Women's Basketball Championship, and Louisiana Tech beats Cheney 76-62. 1982, 
1999 18th Women's Championship, Purdue beat Duke 62-45. And I bring this up because Katie Douglas played for Purdue in that year. She was a junior when she won the national championship. The next year, I was doing radio for the Montana State women. 2000, well, it would have been two years later, I guess, 2000 and 2001. Montana State played Purdue in a Thanksgiving tournament uh, in Cancun. And I remember sitting there Thanksgiving weekend calling games in this horrendous gym in Cancun. The basketball court was about that far off the floor. And the girls would take, um, like, muffins from the uh, hotel and feed the mice underneath the floor during the game while they were sitting on the bench. And I was sitting up in a polo and shorts, 75-degree weather, sitting under this giant heat lamp, just pouring sweat. But uh, I mean, the Bobcats played Purdue, and I think I called three games down there that weekend, or maybe two. Can't remember, but it was fun. But uh, 1953, Jim Thorpe passed away on this date of uh, heart failure. He was 65. Great, great all-around athlete. Perhaps the greatest athlete of all time. Won the Olympic decathlon gold, the pentathlon in uh, 1912. He's in the college and pro hall of fame. He was really good. Great athletes. Do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. is presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. And uh, it is your time to get in this week, uh, starting tomorrow. Get yourself some fantastic Cajun food. Beignets, always a go-to. The little one loves it. Uh, she gets the chance to, with all the powdered sugar to make a real mess. And absolutely loves to do that. Um, barbecue po' boys. Oh, etouffee. The pasta zydeco is my go-to almost. Well, it used to be. Now it's the po' boys. Catfish dinner is really good too. Catch them out or check them out. There's no better food Cajun-wise this side of New Orleans than Cafe Zydeco. Billings, Bozeman, and, of course, here, most importantly, in Helena. Um, I think that's about it. We got everything in. So, Thanks to Braden Cook for joining us. And thank you, Braden, for the uh, dancing video of Guy Almquist. <laughs> uh, Ryan Schulte also joining us. Thank you. Tomorrow we'll talk to Carson DeRozier, two-time state wrestling champ. He's heading off to the Citadel to college. We'll get his uh, decision why coming up tomorrow. Um... Man, I just keep thinking about to the Oscars last night. It's a good thing that Will Smith or Chris Rock didn't make a joke about uh, Alec Baldwin's wife. Instead of getting slapped, he might have gotten something worse from Alec Baldwin. We'll do it again tomorrow. If you missed anything, go to JasonWalkerShow.com. Walk off presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky. See you tomorrow, 4 o'clock. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. See ya. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.